Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the galaxy. As far as I know, I want to appreciate you, my listener, for listening to this program. How are you listening to this program, or when are you listening to this program? Are you listening on your phone on your way to work? Are you listening on a ham radio on your way to baseball practice? Are you listening... uh, on your iPod Touch, on your way to a scene kid show. Either way, I'm really appreciating that you're taking your time out of your day to be a part of this, be a part of this experience, be a part of this this crazy thing that we call life. Let's all take a moment of silence for you, the listener. Thank you. So we have a great show for you today. If you don't know what the show is, it's the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. It's an art showcase and comedy show where we have musicians, uh, poets, painters, video game designer. Sometimes we, I only said that once because we only had one of those. Shout out to Jason Patterson. And, you know, all sorts of great things. Today we don't have any of those, but we do have some interesting people joining us on the show today a little bit later we will have margie greenblatt on the show she's a sample size food artist we'll see what that means and more but currently we are joined by a young man he's probably probably the youngest person i've ever had on the show well maybe i think i think that might be true how old are you kyle i'm 13 13 okay i think we've had some younger than you but your your name is kyle bruce and you are a, a kid that was part of the Big Brother Big Sister program. That's true. And so, what for for those who don't know what the the Big Brother Big Sister program is, tell me tell me what it is. You know, it's like this really cool program where you get to like hang out with a big brother, and he's like not really your big brother because I don't have a big brother because mm-hmm. my parents got divorced after they had me. So I, it's like a big brother, but a different person's. You know, and different they, person's child. Sure, they take you to go like play basketball, or maybe Greenfield Village, mm-hmm. or you know, maybe you guys just hang out. You know, and you guys screw off and you play Halo. Screw off and play Halo. That yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like something great to do with your big brother. It's great. So, how long have you been part of the Big Brother Big Sister program, Kyle? I've been a part of it for at least. Three and a half months now. Three and a half months. Wow. Yes. So, uh, what was the you? So you grew up for thirteen years uh, without yes. having any sort of uh, older brother or sister model. Uh, yes. So and now I have Dan. So Dan is the name of your big brother. Yes. Your new. Uh, what do you call him? Your big brother. He's my. He's big brother Dan. You know, and mm-hmm. we got we hang out. You know, and it's just a lot of fun. I want to be just like him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the best. What is he like? You know, he likes all types of stuff. He likes um, role playing. Role playing. Uh, he likes he likes bodyboarding. What's he's, bodyboarding? He's the top bodyboarder one of the, in Michigan. One of the top ones. What's the, what is bodyboarding? It's like when you go in the waves and you go you, in the waves. You go in the waves. You don't have a board, but mm-hmm. you surf with your body. So is that just floating? No, no, no. It's like you jump on a wave and it takes you to shore. You know? Isn't that dangerous? I mean, he's just really cool. He doesn't get. He doesn't care. So, but I, I mean, I would have to imagine that it would be pretty easy to be one of the top bodyboarders in Michigan, considering we don't have any oceans in Michigan. Well, we have lakes. Oh, yeah, but they don't really get like tidal waves or anything like that. Well, not very good for surfing. He's got. He's got a lot of good technique. You know. What are some of his techniques? You know, jump on the wave, wait for the wave to come, and then hop on it. Mm-hmm. They're smaller waves, sure. Yeah. They're not as, like, you know, as uh, glamorous as some of the ocean waves, mm-hmm. but that doesn't matter, you know. So has he ever been out uh, been out to the oceans and tried his technique out there? He hasn't left the Midwest. Never? 
No, I, not to my knowledge, and I feel like I know everything about him. You know, we watched Drake and Frankie together. And Grace and Frankie on, on Netflix? That's my favorite show. Really? Yes. Uh, I wouldn't have pictured a 13-year-old to have their favorite show be it's, Grace and Frankie. It's a great show. It's, it's for all show. ages. It's, it's for well. all ages. I consider Dan to be my Grace. You're <laughs> Really? Yeah, I'm more the Frankie. Yeah. I think so. How old is Dan? Uh, Dan is 18. 18 years old. Yes. Uh, going off to college? No. No, he's not? No. So, he's going to be the assistant manager at the IMAX. At the IMAX? Yeah. So the IMAX. The, there's an the IMAX theater? Yes. A theater that has IMAX? Yes. Okay. Which theater? I don't know. I haven't been yet. He doesn't want you to know? Or he just hasn't? I mean, I guess he doesn't... I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean... I just haven't I haven't seen him at work yet because we're always hanging out doing cool stuff. Oh, so what are some other things that you and Dan, Big Brother Dan, do? Uh, we do a role playing game. Mm-hmm. It's like Dungeons and Dragons, but with superheroes. Ooh, Pretty cool. Nice, right? Like yeah. tabletop superheroes. Yeah, you guys make up your own superhero. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm. I, I he's got a superhero. I've got a superhero. We can go on campaigns. Campaigns. Oh, yes. So, uh, growing up without having a big brother or big sister, what how, what did that feel like to you? Um, it felt pretty lonely because, you know, I got my mom. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved my mom. You don't have a little brother or a little sister? I don't know. I don't have, I have a dog. Okay. His name is Checkers, and he has a skin condition, and he snores a lot, and he doesn't like boys because the people who gave him to us, the boys were mean to him, oh. I think. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah, so he But you're a boy, so room. he just doesn't like you very much. I mean, he sleeps on the beanbag in my room. Oh, you got a beanbag? Yeah, but it's more his because he's smelly and I don't like it. Mm-hmm, okay. So, you grow, you were, it, was, it was lonely growing up. Sure. What, uh, when did you first hear about the Big Brother Big Sister program? Um, my mom was just like, you got to get out of the house more. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just staying around here. You're watching that Las Vegas program on TNT. And eating pistachios, and you're not doing anything with your life. Were you cleaning up after yourself with the pistachios? You know, sometimes I was, sometimes I wasn't. There was just piles of pistachios on our coffee table, and she was real fed up with me, I gotta tell you. Mm. So, uh, so you, what did you do then? You, you got out of the house, and... She signed me up for the Big Brother Big Sister Oh, program. so she, she knew about it. Yeah! Oh. Do you think your mother regretted not ever having another kid to have you bond with? You know, probably, mm-hmm. probably. Never you know, she gets real frustrated. You know, mm-hmm. she's like, "You know, there's no one to look after me." You know, and I, uh, I'm getting into trouble after school because I just come straight home. You were getting into trouble after school. Oh, yeah, like a little bit. You know, what kind of trouble? Well, there were these cookies that were frozen, and I took them out of the fridge, and I ate them. They were frozen in the fridge. Th- okay, the freezer, Mister mm-hmm. Smarty Pants. <laughs> Okay. I'm just teasing you I a put them under my armpits and I warmed them up. Ugh. Yeah. You can do that in the microwave, too, you know? I'm, you know, I don't know how to use the microwave. Oh. Honestly. So your mom was tired of uh, you cleaning up after you and you causing yeah. trouble and, and some, stealing. Yeah. Like, so is Dan... I didn't... Okay. Is there... Yeah, I guess. Were they your? Were them. they were you, were they your frozen cookies? I didn't pay for them. Yeah, your mom paid for them. They probably. were for an after school party. You stole from an after school party. I mean, it was for the teachers. She's hmm. a teacher. Your mom's a teacher at yeah. the school that you work that you go to. Yes. Oh, that must be awkward. A little bit. A little you bit. Ever, you ever had her as a teacher? Yes. No. Oh, at what grade? I had her in. Uh, Kindergarten. <laughs> she was your kindergarten teacher. Yes. Oh, that must have been kind of nice. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, but wait. I was like, in first grade, I was like, where's my mom? Wait, if you're 13, so you're in eighth grade, right? Yes. So you're you're in eighth grade, and your school goes from kindergarten to eighth grade? Yeah, well, she was my teacher in elementary school. Oh. I mean, not at RCP Gildersleeve's Junior High. She's not there. What did you just say? It's the name of my school, Arthur P. Gildersleeve's Junior High. Arthur P. Gildersleeve's. He's an inventor of the silly straw. That is an unfortunate word for you to say. Arthur P. Gildersleeve's. <laughs> it's, yeah, I got a retainer. Yeah. I can't take it out because I keep losing it, so I fused it to my mouth. Oh, boy. Yeah. Dan was like, if your head was on your shoulders, you'd lose it. Which is funny because he trusted me with his weeds, you know? His what? He gave me some weeds to hold on for him, and one was in the shape of a brownie. Some weed. Some weeds, yeah. You're... 
your your eighteen year old big brother gave you weed to hang on to. Yeah, cause he can't have it at his house, you know. Well, you probably can't have it at your house either. I mean, you know, my mom's gone a lot. She works a lot. So. Do you know what weed is? Yeah. Marijuana. Yes. Yeah, you smoke it, right? Yeah, it gets you high. Do you know it's an illegal drug? I mean, Dan, he's like, we're close, man. We're like, you know, I go to die for that guy, you know? So, I mean, I'm okay with it. Do you do you think that Dan might be taking advantage of you? I don't really look like that. Can you really take advantage of someone who's your best friend? <laughs> yeah, I'd say you can. I would disagree, but that's okay. I think it's a common thing to do for, for manipulative people. You think so? Yeah, I think if you're a manipulative person, you, you get really close to someone and treat them like they're your best friend, and yeah. then you, uh, you you make them do things for you that they wouldn't otherwise do. But we're always hanging out, you know? And What uh, are you kinds of things do you guys do when you hang out? You you play Halo, you said. You well, we play that role-playing game, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I've got my superhero, I'm, uh, I, like my superpower is that I've got a really big uh, wiener, you know? And what you that's your doing? only power. I mean, you know, it, it like stretches. Oh. And it, like I can use your scrotum to fly. So you have a malleable penis as your superpower. It's huge, and it, it it's, it's kind of like a tail, you know, really, because I'm in control of it. Like I use it to whack <laughs> the villains and stuff, and I use it like I can make my balls get really big. <laughs> And I fall down and I land on the <laughs> What are you doing? So if you fall from a great height, you can make your balls really big. And you... you, 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 cut, you I stopped the villains <laughs> in your tracks. I'm Dr. Dicktastic. <laughs> Dr. Dicktastic. Yes, that's my superhero name. <laughs> what level are you? I'm pretty high. I'm like level 12. That's impressive. That's Thank really you. <laughs> Thank you. So what are what are some uh almost my age. What are some of the most dastardly villains that you fought in your role playing game? Oh, you know, I fought like a lot of oil barons, you know. <laughs> a lot of oil barons. A lot. There's been a few <laughs> the oil recurring. barons. Is that like the quest to kill as many oil barons as yeah, you can? Yeah, sometimes we fight corrupt policemen, you know, oh. they're planning like drugs on like a rapper or something, you know. Like, cause they don't like his message. <laughs> this is the, uh, it, so this takes place in, like, our world. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess there have been a couple of supervillains, I suppose, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are just regular people trying to get by, you know. <laughs> and you system. just whack them with your, your huge malleable penis and balls. Yeah, a lot of times, sometimes I ram them with it. Okay. Or, you know, it wraps around them like a python, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a lot of fun. We play that together. What are some of your morals? My morals? Like, do you kill, or do you just uh, detain? I mostly knock people unconscious with my big wiener. <laughs> and uh, what are, what's Dan's superhero? What's his superhero? Mm-hmm. His superhero is... Uh, is What is his superhero? Oh, yeah, Captain Lincoln. Captain Lincoln. Captain Lincoln. He's got all the oratory powers of Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He's very convincing. <laughs> So he's just really good at talking and convincing. He's excellent at talking and bringing people together. What kind of what? Give me an example of uh, something that he's his hero did and save the day. Well, there was like this crab man, you know, and mm-hmm. he was like, "I'm gonna pinch your dick off, Doctor Dicktastic," and he was like, "Hey man, don't do that. How would you like if someone pinched your penis <laughs> off?" And he's like, "You know, I didn't think of it that way." And he got really high rolls, so it worked. Wow. Yeah. What happened to the crab man then? You know, he joined our team. He's kind of like our, like, Zachy now. Wow. So it's, uh... It was really effective. So it's... He got a critical hit. Captain Lincoln, Dr. Dictastic, and the crab. I mean, there are a couple of a couple of his friends, too, you know, that, you know, they hang out with us. We're all... They're, are they all crabs? We're all crew. Are they all crabs? They're people. Oh. They're people. They're crab people? No, they're real people that play the game with us. Oh. They play the game. Oh, okay. I, I didn't understand. Wait, so the Crab Man, was he a person that was playing Crab Man? He was. That was oh. his origin story. <laughs> what? That he was a bad guy. Oh, and then, okay. you know, we talked to him. I see. And he was like, I want to come back and hang out with you guys. I'd say maybe he's like Dan's second best friend next mm-hmm. to me. Oh, so. okay. How old, how old is that guy? What's he, his name? He's 22. Oh, so you're just hanging out with a 22-year-old, almost 10 years older than you. Uh, yeah, I guess. His name? Yeah, his name. Paul Rubin. 
Paul Rubin. Isn't that like a famous musician? I don't know. Oh, no, Paul Rubin. That's uh, Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, but he's not 22. That's a different guy. It must Pee-wee be. Pee Wee Herman? Yeah. The guy that like laughs and he's got a bow tie? Yeah. Okay. That's not him, though. It's not. Well, I, thought, no. I think his name is Paul, Paul Rubens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, his name is just Paul Rubin. Oh, uh, okay. Like the sandwich. Yeah, he doesn't look at anything like Pee Wee Herman. That's good to know. So, so yeah. what do those uh, uh, older kids and uh, young adults do when you hang out with them and play their game? Do Sometimes they, they have a brownie. You have a brownie? No, I don't have any oh, brownies. Oh, God, okay. Do they eat brownies? I'm uh, waiting. Do they drink? They have a couple of beers. I feel like it's inappropriate for a 13-year-old to be hanging out with uh, young adults and, and around, so. like, drinking and, and weed. I have a Virgin Shirley Temple a lot of the time. That's my drink. They just make a Virgin Shirley Temple for you? I make it. You you make it? Yes. Wow, that's very impressive. Thank you. Wow. So uh, they don't really you, – you don't really uh, cramp their style? They seem to like having you around? I think, you know, I think I'm pretty worldly for a 13-year-old. Yeah? You know, I've been – How so? Well, I've been – my grandparents live in California, so I've been to the West Coast. That's pretty worldly. So I – yeah, I – You, you know, I Paul do Cruise. some bobbies, a body surfing out there. Oh. Bodyboarding. You, so you're – are you pretty good at it? You know, I'm not as good as Dan. Well, you I know. mean, you were probably using bigger waves. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I got knocked. I got knocked down by a wave, and I lost my grandpa. And I was wandering around because I didn't know where I was, and I wandered onto a naval base. And then I used this nice man's phone, and I called my mom, and then she called my grandma. And I realized that day that grandma's getting Alzheimer's. You know, so she called grandpa, and then I went home, and she was like. Oh, I was so scared. I lost you in the crowd. And I was like, one minute the air, the next minute you weren't. I was like, you weren't there, Grandma. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what happened to your grandpa? Oh, you know, I can't go back there anymore. I mean, he's okay. He's okay? He's okay. You're not allowed back there anymore, though? No. That's weird. That's not... Well, I mean, you're definitely more worldly than Dan, it seems like. I think... I well, I wouldn't say more worthy. I he mean, hasn't been outside the great. Midwest. You had a whole like uh, episode adventure. Yeah, but you know he lives on his own. You know he he makes his own money. Oh yeah. Yeah, he lives in his Ford. He lives in a f- oh, so that's not really living on your own. It's kind of homeless. I wouldn't say so. It's a real homey car. It's spacious. What kind of car? What kind of Ford? I'm not sure, honestly. Like I'm a, not good. It's a big car. It's like a van. It's like a van? It's got a mattress in the back of it. Oh, okay. So it's a van. And there's beads. Oh, he's got like one of those old like 70s hippie cars. Van. Kind of. I mean, it's not, honestly, it's not as nice as that. No? I don't want, like, I want it down Dan. He's a great guy. He's you know, a personal hero of mine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the van is just like, it's like he wishes that it was that kind of van. It's got sliding doors. Mm. So what is a, what is a, so it's a minivan? Kind of. So what is it exactly about Dan that you're, you idolize so much that what? you feel like you could learn from him? He just seems to have everything figured out, you know? He's, like, he's cool, mm. you know? Like, you just look at him, and he's, like, he's got this, like, cool gel tear and a puka shell necklace. He's got a puka shell. Yeah, because he's all in the bodyboarding. It's part of the bodyboarding culture, That's I guess. classic. I don't really know anyone that has a puka shell anymore. Well, he does, you know, and he's just, like, you know, man, like, ugh, like, the government is a lie, first of all. He tells me, don't drink the water because it's got fluoride in it. It does. Did you know 9-11 was an inside job? I did not know that. Because Dan does. Well, well, how is it an inside job? I He still is yet to fully explain it to me. All I know is that, like, there are a lot of engineers out there, mm-hmm. a lot of engineers, and they're on YouTube saying, like, this wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have felt like this. This indicates that they're explosives. Whoa. Well, you got me convinced. So, yeah. I mean, he convinced me. You know, uh, he showed me a YouTube video of this thing where it has an electric circuit and it, uh, it massages your brain. Mm-hmm. And it makes you smarter. Is ASMR? Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> it massages your brain with an electrical circuit and you can learn faster. Oh. And, you know, he likes good music. What kind of music does he like? Corn, mostly. Corn. Corn system of a down... System of a Down, have you heard of them? Yes, I have heard of them. They're really good. 
you know, and he liked you two. He likes me? You two. Oh, the band you two. We're like Joshua Tree. Oh, okay. Yeah, you two's you two's alright. Yeah. Alright, the back in the day kind of band. Do you like the music too? Did you like that before you met Dan? No, I didn't like it before I met Dan. I mostly just listened to Weird Al Yankovic, mm-hmm. Hall and Oates. Um, I listened to a little bit of Rachel Bloom, if you know who she is. Yep, classic trio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I listened to... Hmm. I mean, those are my main ones. I like Christmas music. I listened to a lot of the Vince Guaraldi trio. Do you listen to uh, Christmas music year-round? Mostly the Vince Guaraldi trio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. So, um, how how long do you, is does the Big Brother Big Sister program last? Uh, forever, I hope. I think it lasts. I mean, until I'm like ready to not be in it, hopefully. And uh, do you have to pay to be part of the Big Brother Big Sister program? My mom handles my finances. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't answer my question. So, I mean. She tries to shield me from that kind of thing. I mean, she didn't used to. She used to be like, your dad is late on his child support check, and, you know, this is really throwing things off, and if you want to go to Disney World, you talk to your dad. (laughs) And, you know. So what changed? Well, he got a new job. Oh, okay. So she doesn't have to worry about it as more. He's a, a sports announcer for the Cleveland Indians. He is or she is? He is. Oh, so your dad got a new job. Yeah, he got a new job, so he's not he's not as late all the time. Mm-hmm. He got a new job, and he got a new wife, and he moved to Ohio. So you don't see him much? Um, not as much as I like, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, I miss him, you know, but I mean, I have Dan now, so. You don't got, he's like, got, he's kind of your father figure, your I brother think, figure. Yeah, and I FaceTime my dad. Yeah? Sometimes, when he's not busy. Why'd your mom and dad get divorced? Um, um, my dad said my birth put a lot of pressure on their marriage. <laughs> I was, they were married 15 years, and then I was born, and uh, two years later, bam, they're divorced. <laughs> your dad basically told you that it was your fault? Kind of. I mean, yeah. How did that make you feel? It made me feel bad for a long time. Yeah? Yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't want to go outside. I was just out at home watching Las Vegas eating pistachios. <laughs> You know? What is, La- is Las Vegas a show? It's a show. It's a show. I never heard of it. It's Las Vegas. It's about a security man. He works in Las Vegas at a, a casino, mm-hmm. and he catches, you know, guys trying to rip things off. Mm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a cop show, but for Las Vegas. Security guards. I mean, yeah, kind of. He used to be in the Navy, though, so that's cool. Mm. Do you ever think you're going to join the military or anything when you when you turn 18? I think I would join the Air Force if yeah. I was going to, or I'll be a political cartoonist. <laughs> One of those two. You know, they, like, satirize politics. Yeah. So, depending on how these next uh, four to five years go, sure. on your political leanings and all that, sure. you'll either go full force into the military, or you will make fun of it. Yeah, I don't know. I respect the troops. Mm-hmm. Support the troops. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> you know. So, um, what made you want to... Well, you, so you draw? You're, you're I like, like cartooning? Draw. Yeah. I like to draw cartoons. Yeah, how long I, have you been doing that for? I've been doing that since I was a baby. A little baby? You know, as soon as I held a pencil, I was trying to scribble out a circle. I drew a lot of Pocahontas. I yeah. did a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I made little figures of the Lion King, and I acted it out with the little paper. Mm. So you're an entertainer. Maybe. May- you never tried? We'll, we'll see. We'll mm. see. I mean, I'm focusing on, you know, hanging out with Dan right now, but... Let's get back to Dan a little bit. So you, you mentioned earlier that he, he makes you hold his weed. Yes. How often does he make you do that? Um, You know, it, the first time was about two weeks ago. Oh, you know, so this is recent. Yeah, it's pretty recent. He never made you, like, do anything like that before? Like, uh, hold his beer or anything? Um, one time he made me hold his hand when we were crossing the street. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah, and, you know, I don't really hold his beer because, like, you know, it, like, if he gets stopped by one of the popo, you know, like, he's not gonna, it's okay to have beer in your car, right? What? No. Right? He drinks beer while he's driving? Not he, while he's driving, like, while he's getting ready for bed but wow he has open beer containers in his car sometimes i mean i think he cleans them out pretty regular what 
But you can't have weed in your car, right? You can't have open beer containers or weed in your car. You can't? No. Well, you can't have weed anywhere unless you have a card. You can't have weed. Uh, well, okay. 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 I mean, I believe you. You seem like you know what's going on. You seem like you're just humoring me. I mean, <laughs> maybe I am. If, I'm sorry. I bet you did. I've no dad for three and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that weed's illegal unless you have a green card? I mean, I knew it's illegal, but, I mean, I thought, like, there's some cool cops out there, you know? <laughs> I mean, and, you know, I mean, I figured that's why he gave me the weed to hold, because it's in my house now. You have, How much weed do you have in your house? I got, like, a little backpack, like a <laughs> half a backpack, maybe. Half a backpack full of weed. Yeah, I put it under my bed. Why does he make you carry half a backpack full of weed for him? You know, because he doesn't want it in his car. I just finished explaining this to you. <laughs> I, okay, so he he it has... feels like you're, like, my counselor right now. I feel like a little bit, because I feel yeah, like you might... reminding me of Mr. Bull. It's weird. Mr. Bull? Mr. Bull. His, Mr. Blow. Mr. Bull. Mr. Bull. Mr. Bull. <laughs> Mr. Bull. Some kids call him miserable. Miserable. Because one time we heard him crying in his office. Oh. Yeah. That's not nice to bully him for that. He's kind of a jerk. Oh. He's like, get your life together. Get your act. Get your act together. So your big brother, Dan. Yes. He makes you carry around probably a couple pounds of weed. Yeah, maybe. I even wave it. And keep it in your room. Yes. And I keep it. he drives you around with open beer containers in his car. You know, a lot of the time I'll clean them out before we start driving. You know, it's 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 not only illegal for him to have beer containers in his car, open beer containers in his car. Uh-huh. It's illegal for him to have any sort of alcohol because he's 18. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, no, I knew that. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> he get it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is illegal, but, you know. I mean, that's law. Not in when it was the 70s, though, right? Not when it was in the 70s. You're right. Yeah. But it's not the 70s. It's not the 70s, but its van might be from the 70s. <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> and when we come back, we are going to have another guest on, Margie Greenblatt. Stay tuned. Moment of silence. Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in the world. I need to get that kid, you know, where it's like EA Sports. It's in the game. Or uh, or that Zoom Zoom. You know, the Zoom Zoom Zoom. And that kid's like Zoom Zoom. I need to get him to do my show, like the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Back in the day, back in the early 2000s and mid-2000s, like that whisper thing, that was like huge. It was like, hello. You know, part of advertisements. What was up with that? Do you know what was up with that there, Kyle? I don't know. Can I say EA Sports? Yeah. EA Sports is in the game. <laughs> they, like that, right? they should hire you. Yeah. yeah. I think I'd be good. I am here, sitting here with Kyle Bruce. He is a kid from the Big Sister. Well, he's kid, not from. He's a kid who utilizes the Big Brother Big Sister program. Do you think that you, when you are 18 or seven or old, an older teen, you will become a Big Brother? I hadn't thought about that, but that's a great idea. Yeah. If I like, I could be like someone's Dan. Like yeah. I could be, I I could be someone else's Frankie or Grace. I mean, Dan's still gonna be my top Grace. Well, Dan might be in jail by then. Well, I, I don't think so. He's gonna be running the place if I know him. Running the country. The the jail. Well, okay. He's gonna be a, a, a warden. Sure. Or like the top prisoner. Either one of those. If he's gonna be in jail, he's either the warden or like the main dog. Is there top prisoners in prison? I believe so. Right. Right. Have you watched Orange Is the New Black? Orange. Yeah, that's true. Not as good as Grace and Frankie, but still pretty good. Yeah. You only watch Netflix originals. Uh, and no, also Las Vegas. I, I watched Las Vegas on TNT. Okay. 
Well, I'm also here joined by Margie Greenblatt. Margie? Margie yes, Greenblatt? It, it, it's Margie, yeah. Margie mm-hmm. Greenblatt, and you are a sample size food artist. That is absolutely correct. And uh, what, what does that mean? Sure, yeah, everyone asks that question. Mm-hmm. So so if you've ever noticed uh, the people in the aisle at the Myers, yeah. and uh, they got the food and they're offering it to you, well, I'm one of them, mm-hmm. but I'd go the extra mile and I make sure that each little bite-sized taste of that hot pocket has something special for you. What do you mean something special? Well, I carefully tear them off into little dinosaur shapes, oh. each and every one. Carefully tear? Oh yeah, it's You don't a, cut them. No, it's a it's a it's a well honed practice that mm-hmm. I've that I've that I've created over the years. It's taken a lot of practice, but I but I've gotten there and I've gotten a lot of really happy faces. Yeah. That sounds so good. That's very impressive. Right now. A hot pocket torn into the shape of a dinosaur. That's right, yeah. So have you always been an artist of some sort? or? Well, you know, I grew up in a house where my parents owned a, a, you know, a doll hospital. Mm-hmm. And so everything was uh, very small. Mm-hmm. And so I, I grew up with an appreciation for the smaller things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but then I used to get in trouble because I used to put food in the doll houses oh. and it would rot, and then Mom would get so mad at me, and Dad would be like, Margie, what the hell are you doing? And I'd be like, oh, Daddy, I'm so sorry, but I just can't help it. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it so much. I do. So you would you would really play with your food? I would I would, I would would literally play with my food. It was mm-hmm. uh, it was a great time, and then, uh, you know, then I kind of fell into a dark period for a while, but here I am now. What do you mean you fell into a dark period? Well, when I literally fell in with the bad crowd, I was riding my bike one day and I and I hit a rock and then I fell on a couple of kids smoking marijuana. Uh oh. Oh. Yeah, but you know what? They accepted me with a openness that I've never really felt before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I I kind of found you know Kyle when you're telling your story about yes. Dan, uh, I had my own Dan only his name was Snake, and instead of marijuana he had me hold Mexican brown, and it, it you know I I found myself. On the other side of the law, and let me tell you, there is a top prisoner. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a true story. I knew it. What is Mexican brown? Oh, it is a uh, heroin. Oh, okay. Smack. Oh, that could be the mm-hmm. the the dark uh, path you might be going down with this marijuana stuff there. You know, I don't think I try heroin because I'm afraid of needles. Well, you didn't try marijuana either, but you're still carrying it around there, Kyle. That's true. I you can also it. smoke it, so you know, don't you close those doors. It? You don't know. <laughs> you you think that it might be a good idea for him to go down that dark path? I'm just saying, life takes you down weird paths sometimes. You never know where you're gonna go, and you have yeah. to be open to it. Because here I am right now yeah, with you, lovely gentleman. Yeah, she seems like she's got it figured out. Yeah. So so you like being a uh, sample food artist, Admire? I do because I, I love people, mm-hmm. and so to be able to work with people every day and to provide such happiness to them is just such a joy. You know, it's been uh, it's been a long road to get here, and uh, I've made so many people so sad for so long mm-hmm. <laughs> that uh, to be able to turn it around right now is just very special and nice. So, uh, when when did you start working at Meyer? Oh, I've been there for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Yep, I wandered in there once after having to ice up my hand when I punched my John. So. <laughs> You know, I walked in and I saw this lovely lady and she was just doling out joy to everybody. And I was like, oh, it was like it hit me. It took me right back to my childhood, these tiny little samples. And I was like, oh, I got to I got to clean up my act. I got to get out of here. And that's what uh, got you out of the game. That got me out of the game. Yep. That was after you were out of prison. Yeah, it was after I was out of prison. I was on my road right back there, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me tell you, mm-hmm. it's hard. It's very hard to get out of prison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to wait a long time. Yeah, we got to wait a long time. And then when you get out, you know, you got to make sure you don't Shawshank Redemption yourself. and then Get uh, back in. Get back in or, you know, hang by a noose. That's not yeah. a... Oh. It's a dark road. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I don't like Morgan Freeman. You don't? His voice is so nice. I'm kind of jealous. So, but you don't like him because his voice is so nice? Yeah, because I remember hearing Marcia the Penguins in class, and then Sally Abernasty was like, you can never do that kind of thing, you know? You got this, <laughs> like, you don't have that nice of a voice. Oh. Well, don't listen to Sally. I, I think you have a lovely voice. Yeah. Thank you. And you'll show her when you get your retainer off, and you have a beautiful... Uh, beautiful non lisp voice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like an angel. Yeah. A non lispy angel. Mm-hmm. That th- that'll be the day. Yeah. Anyway, so back to uh, back Sorry. to you, Margie. <laughs> That's quite all right. It's okay, Kyle. Don't be shy. Don't be bashful. You're doing great, honey. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, Kyle. It's okay. Anyway, Margie. 
<laughs> so you when you went to Meyer and you immediately was like, I need to be the sample person. Yes, that's exactly right. Yep, mm-hmm. I, I I went right up to that woman. Her name was Trina. Mm-hmm. And I said, ma'am, I don't know how you got here or what you have to do or how many years of college you have to go through, but I need to be a part of this right now. <laughs> Did she think you were making fun of her? She was not pleased, I have to tell you. <laughs> She immediately called security. I was I being been dragged away. And plus, I looked a fright. I got to tell you, my hand was so swollen, and I was wearing, uh, you know, work clothes at the time, and work was a very different business back in those days. Mm. So, you know, I was, uh, I was finding my way, and then eventually, you know, I calmed Trina down. I wiped away her tears, and then she took me in. She, and she wiped showed away me the her rope. tears for her. Yeah, I wiped away her tears for her, and I showed her that I, w- I was serious about this work, and I really care about it. And you know, she brought me in, and now. Sometimes uh, I started off working side by side with her, and then I worked up to having my very own table. Nice. Wow. So uh, when you, well, the first uh, when you first started, did you immediately start making them into into little shapes, or did you discover sure. this? Yeah, it was a lot of trial and error. Yeah, I have to say it was. Uh, it took a lot of practice. It was. Uh, there was a whole like Mr. Miyagi thing we had going <laughs> because she was trying to teach me the ways, and I was just not listening. I had my own ideas, and I was like, I know what I'm doing, and she's like, No, you don't. And I was like, She's oh. like, You just got to put them in little squares and give them to people. Exactly. And I was like, No, I, I need to figure. Th- I need to find my own path, Trina. You've mm-hmm. gotten me here, but I, I gotta, I gotta make my own life. And so, you she know, she was kind of like your big sister. She was like my big sister. That's mm. that's true. Yes, and uh, you know when she passed, it was the saddest oh. day of my life. Oh, she passed. God. Yeah, yeah. She uh, she choked on a hot pocket. Oh, that's a really sad and ironic wow. way to go. It was. I was like, this is like what they talk about in English class in high school. Gee, yeah. Irony. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Was it? Did she cut it up? Was it sample size? It was a sample size that I made. <gasps> oh, yes. God. Yes. Yeah. Well, what shape was it? It was a brontosaurus, and I think I made it a little bit too long in the neck, and so it didn't go down right. No, no, and I tried to save her. I really did. I really did, but it it was just she was the Heimlich. Yeah, I I I called it the Gerald, but uh, (laughs) what's the Gerald? It's sort of like the Heimlich, but it's you know I was facing her front, Mm -hmm. and I think that was the wrong approach. What what where did you learn the Gerald at? Oh, in prison. Oh, okay. Yeah. And what does the Gerald entail? Well, you you put your arms around the person that is in pain, like a hug. Like a hug, mm-hmm. and you pull them close to you, and then you gyrate <laughs> over and over, and then eventually someone usually throws up. <laughs> someone. Someone, yeah, but th- nothing was coming out of her that day. Trina was just all blocked up. So did you throw up? Uh, when I was with Trina? Yes. Uh, I threw up with tears afterward because <laughs> I was so sad. Jeez. Yes, yes. So she she just I passed right there in your arms. I'm so sorry. Thank you, thank you so much, Kyle. I really appreciate that. That's really sad. Yeah, it was a it was a tough blow, and I, I got to tell you, I was real close to going back down a dark path. But oh no, uh, what stopped you? I was, I looked at I, I as Trina was laying there dead, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> in mire, in mire, in the middle of mire, and I was I was looking at her, and I was like, oh Trina, what am I gonna do now? I, I don't know how to go on on my own. And I could just I could hear her in my ear saying, Margie. You get right out there and don't you stray from this path. I want to see every single dinosaur shape I've ever heard of. And, and I was like, oh, Trina, I don't know if I can do it. Maybe I ought to go hooking again. Uh, and, uh, you know, and, but, but I knew if I went down that road that Trina, her death would have been in vain. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I just couldn't let that happen. I was like. Everything she would have taught you would have gone That's the exactly wayside. right. And she died teaching me. Kyle, you all right? You, you're crying you okay? a little bit. I'm just, you know, I think about Trina sounds like she's your grace, and I don't know. I don't know. It's sad. I feel like she was my grace, having never seen the show, but I, the, the <laughs> attachment that you have to the show, I yeah. feel like, yes, that's It's that two best right. friends that live together, and they own their own sex toy business. We were, that's a very close to what we were, yes. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, you was it hard holding down the uh, free sample station by yourself after Trina passed? It was very hard. That first day back, that was uh, that was a doozy. I got to tell you, because every time I looked at those little slices of sample size food, I I could see her face just floating there like a cartoon. So. Yeah, and so you know, it was hard to hu- you know it's hard giving out sample size food over tears. You yeah, know? people that's true. do not want to come up to you when you're you have yeah when you're crying. You know, yeah, that's not giving them any joy. That that no, those were dark times for mm-hmm. sure. But uh, but uh, you know, 
one day at a time is the motto that I learned through AA. Mm-hmm. And uh, it applied here, too. You know, you, like you just have to take it one day at a time. And then soon enough, I was I noticed I looked down and what do I have? I had a smile on my face. Wow. Uh, That's right. I so got back. How long ago was it that Trina passed? Oh, Trina passed about three weeks ago. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you got over. You got. You got. Uh. You got back on your feet pretty quick. Yeah. Huh? Well, one thing I learned in this life is that you can't take too long to make a decision. You got. You got to move forward. You know. Because yeah. you never know when someone's going to be chasing you for your smack. So you know. You <laughs> gotta. You gotta keep going. That makes sense. When did you when did you meet Trina then? She passed three weeks ago. When did you guys meet? So I met her uh, right before uh, I started at Myers. So it was like a little over two and a half years ago. So you know, know. we were we were pretty close. She's mm-hmm. she knew me like nobody else. That was really sad. Um, do you still think about Trina? Oh, every day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not as much of a sad spot anymore for you anymore. No, now it's more of a like uh, let's let's think about the happy memories we had and all that you know like that's the kind of thing I hold on to and you know I'm taking care of her grown daughter now too so I've got oh, that really? yeah yeah well you know somebody had to so yeah. how old is she she's 24 oh you're taking care of her 24 year old daughter yeah she's just uh, not right you know like there's just something kind of off about her so she needs yeah. some guidance and she needs to figure out how to make it in this world and you don't want her to go down a dark path that's exactly right I see myself in her yeah I do I do and so I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna. I owe it to Trina to show her daughter the right way. And yeah. So I've been working with her on some sample size foods too. Oh. So coming soon. Coming soon. I've got a little protege. Do you think she uh, she resents resents you a little bit, considering the uh, the sample that you gave her mother is what caused her to die? Yes, I absolutely think she resents me because um, she tells me every day. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. She says you says that to you in those words. Yeah, she says I resent you. You killed my mother. You bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? The best out of, out of the fires comes the the phoenix rises from the ashes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I have no doubt that we're gonna get back to so a good did place. Did you move into Trina's old house to take care of this daughter? The day she died, I I was like, that's <laughs> it. I'm I'm just gonna. I'm I brought my suitcase. I was sure. like, hey, listen up. Making amends. Yeah. No I was like, Sharice, I'm moving in. And she's like, get out of my house. And I was like, no, I'm moving in. Your mama would have wanted it this way. <laughs> And uh, she disagreed with every fiber of her being, but uh, I've stayed and I refuse to leave now. What so. made her? You makes you think that Trina would have wanted that? You know, just uh, a shared knowledge that we had of uh, mutual respect mm-hmm. and uh, admiration. And uh, you know, she wouldn't want me living in the van behind the mire. I know that much. Yeah. So you live in the van too? Well, I used to. You oh, know, okay. Before moving in, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, James. Sometimes he camps out behind Meyer or Walmart. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Well, we have a whole little group uh, kind of oh, gathered there. Oh, well, you might like, know each other. Yeah, maybe I, maybe I do know Dan after all. Yeah, that'd be cool. Maybe Does you could come and hang out. We could play Halo together. <gasps> now she's got responsibilities. Oh, right. Sorry. Do you have any kids of your own? I do not. No. No. Okay. No. No time. I'm completely barren. Did you? Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. Did you? you know? Do you always want kids? Oh, I've never wanted kids. No, no. I consider my work my my child. So, oh, okay. you know, that's really where my focus is. But now you have a kid. But now I have Sharice. And, I, you know, that's okay because uh, sometimes life gives you uh, an unsuspecting hand mm-hmm. and you just got to make do with it. And uh, I've learned things from her that uh, I never I never planned for. So, kind you of know, things. Like I learned how to love them when it hurts. Yeah. You know, like when they're pushing you away. It's like mm-hmm. we it's like having a built in teenager who's just telling you how much they hate you. But you never had that opportunity to love them in the first place, so it's like you know jumping in midstream. It's 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 a lot of a lot to uh, you know take in, but I've really learned how to love through that. That's very good. Thank you. But she still doesn't love you. Oh no, no, no! But she will. She <laughs> will. I know she will. She will. So, uh, Kyle, do you have any questions for our uh, for Margie? Can I see a picture of Trina? Sure. Yeah. You, you want to see a picture of Trina? Why did you take a picture after she died? Well, you know, I knew that that was my last chance, and I didn't have a picture of her before that, and I was like, I will regret this for the rest of my life if I don't get a picture of her. It's (laughs) just selfie. You're doing (laughs) it, too. Well, yeah. Well, I wanted a picture of us together. Yeah. See, that's very, very brutal looking. Her face is all blue, and... Yeah, there was wow. a lot of choking involved and broken blood vessels in her face and stuff. Yeah, like that. this is really scary. I'm gonna <laughs> plus like when I was doing this. the Gerald, I think I kind of hit her a little bit too hard. Oh really? Yeah. 
that's Paul's like, why aren't you puking? And you know, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's I'm gonna like I'm gonna think about this like a lot now. <laughs> uh, please do, please okay. do. Do you mind? Is this is this their daughter right here? Yep, that's Cherise. Mm-hmm. She's an attractive woman. Yep, she is a very attractive woman. Do She's you know if she likes younger men? Maybe. <laughs> no, Kyle. Well, I'm very mature for my age, as we've established. You know what? You seem like a lovely long, young Thank man, you. and I think she would be very fortunate to have you. I, I would agree. She sounds kind of like my type. I kind of like uh, hard-to-get ones. You know? She's 11 years older than you, Kyle. Well, you know, like Romeo and Juliet, they weren't the same age. They were like two years apart. He makes a point, though. I do. Thank you. I but think we're in the same wavelength. Could we get, like, West have to have a best friend and love them so much it hurts? Right. And Michael seems to be kind of a loner. I'm not a loner. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't want to see you go down a dark path where you're breaking the law. And uh, what kind of other problems? You said that Trina Well, she has would be breaking the law, technically. Sure, yeah, so Kyle's true. in the clear. I'm yeah. all good. Yeah, you but know, do you I want do you want the person you love to end up in prison because of you? I mean, you know, I could still love him from prison. That's true. You can love from prison. Let That's me tell true. you. You have personal experience with that, Margie? That's right. Yeah. Uh, you know, for years I loved Snake even though he was the reason I was in prison, but my heart just, you know, the heart wants what it wants and nothing you can do about it. Snake was your John? No, no. Snake was my my boyfriend slash pimp uh, and, you know, he gave you the brown. He gave me the Mexican brown that l- ultimately led me to end up in prison. You know, yada, yada, the yada, classic yada. love story. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I, I loved him through all of that. You know, you just have to, you have to let yourself feel that. Are Otherwise, yes. what's the point? Are you and Snake till together? No, he's dead. Oh, he's dead too. Oh, he died. Yeah, he also choked on one of my dinosaurs. <laughs> oh, wow. But you yeah. were still together for a while. We were together. He was there briefly in the beginning. Uh, he was trying to get his act together. Uh, wow. You know, he was so sweet. He would he would try my samples, and he was the first one, you know. And, and uh, I, didn't, I didn't get quite sample size enough with him. And, what and kind of dinosaur was it? If you don't uh, mind me asking. Yeah, no, it was a pterodactyl, oh. but it, the wingspan was fully out, right? Oh. Which is just a bad a approach. Mistake. It was a yeah. mistake, rookie mistake, rookie mistake. But yeah. I, I course corrected later on. So you're uh, you're probably the only person that I can think of whose uh, free samples resulted in two deaths. At right. least. Yes, two deaths exactly. Yep. Has that resulted in any problems with the law? Because I would think you were in prison. Now two people have died around you. You know. Sure. Yeah, there so were two people have died directly because of you. Directly because well, yes. Let's not let's not play the blame game. No, I, they, I, it was directly because oh, of me. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I accept. <laughs> I accept that. Yeah, there were questions for sure, but, uh, you know, uh, there, no one was ever able to prove anything. Yeah. So. And to be fair, they probably should have chewed a little more. They, yeah, that's what I said mm-hmm. over and over. And I said, why did, uh, Trina was laying there dead. I'm like, why didn't you chew more? That was my <laughs> last word to her before she passed. <laughs> the last thing that yeah. she ever, what were her last words to you? <coughs> I think that was her last. That counts. Oh yeah. Well, before that, she was like, "Make sure you cut these smaller because you're gonna kill somebody." And <laughs> I was like, "Just eat it, you bitch." But that was like a loving way. Yeah, it's like a, it's like other. a bitch we're yeah. friends kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I, ironic too. That was. Yeah, you know, my life is just full of all these like strange circular mysteries. I don't yeah. even know. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any questions for Kyle, Margie? Yeah, so how do I get on this role-playing game? <laughs> yeah. role-playing game? I mean, you should use your van connections, probably. That'd be oh, your easy. what? Your van connections. Oh, okay. You like know? Bond with Dan. Bond with Dan. Dan's kind of, you know, like, he he's friends with the dungeon master, you know. I mean, so, like, that's probably the easiest. What would your superhero be if you did want to? Because that could be another way, if you have a cool superhero idea. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think. I think I'd have to go with, um, like, some sort of T Rex strength, where like wow. you, know, you have to have a downside. So my downside would be that my hands wouldn't reach far enough, but like my legs were super that's powerful. True. So oh. I would kick everybody, and then I would just like take them up with my toes and cool. chew on their dead bodies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but your arms would be completely. useless. But my arms would be useless. So you got to have like a balance there, right? You but can't then just be super powerful. Y- you couldn't. Uh, you couldn't make fa- uh, samples. Well, but that's that, just a superhero. Yeah, that's just a fantasy. This is you know? imaginary, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is why you're a loner, man. <laughs> why do you think I'm a loner? I just get that vibe from you. I have a lot of friends, and I, I hang out a lot. Okay. 
you don't seem like you seem like you're humoring me again. I'm just like I'm a little worried about you. <laughs> I don't understand why. You got I, a sadness behind your eyes. Yeah, I can see it. We both see it. I and do see it. She's wish is recognized because I guess I mean you were on the break. You said my life sounded kind of sad, and I'm like I don't know. <laughs> I got I'm surrounded by love, but what you have? I don't know. Maybe I am a little bit of a loner. Maybe I am kind of sad. I. I can see it. Like, what was your childhood like? Uh, I ate a lot of dirt. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds. That sounds mm. sad. I didn't get fed a lot, so I, oh. I. I just ate dirt. Do you want some sample size foods? Yeah, I yeah. think you brought some, right? I did. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What kind of hot pocket is this? Oh, this is uh, a chicken and cheese with broccoli. Nice. Oh, I'm not a big fan of broccoli. Oh. Just open up. Just Why won't you accept my love? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. We're trying so hard. Uh, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Why do you only do Hot Pockets? Uh, you know, I wanted to really hone into my craft, and I figured the best way to do that was just to work with the same medium every time. You mm. know? You know? Yeah. Maybe one day I'll expand, but I felt like this was the right path. So this one is in the shape of a Brachiosaurus. That's exactly right. Look mm-hmm. at you. Good yeah. job. Yeah. All right, let me take a little. Mm. I like them. It tastes like a brachiosaurus, and I did not choke. They, oh, I'm, I'm so relieved. I was a little worried walking <laughs> yeah. in there, I must say. Yeah, I'm not choking. I, I still don't like broccoli very much, but, uh, you know, for friendship, I'll uh, I'll get past it. As long as you the move cheese us, helps. Yes, yeah, the cheese always helps. Mm-hmm. That's one of my one of the things I like to say. Yeah. Why? What's the point of putting broccoli in something if it's already unhealthy with the chicken and the cheese? It gives you the, the illusion of health. Yeah. I think. Mhm. Mhm. Because I can't think of any reason to eat broccoli other than like um, for my health. Well, you know. Yeah, it's for your health or to make other people think that you're being healthy. Mhm. So, so Kyle, do you think? That Margie's story has convinced you, well, maybe to, even though she seems like she wants you to go down a dark path, do you think it's convinced you a little bit to maybe kind of move away from spending all, a lot of time with Dan and and going down a dark path? Out of the darkness comes the light. I'm just going to say that. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, I think she makes a really good point, you know. Like, I mean, she wouldn't be here with us if she hadn't followed her heart. And I'm going to follow my heart. My heart was with Dan. But you're already here. That's true. I am here. Yeah. But what if I come back? Everything's circular. That's the other thing I learned That's today. exactly right. If it keeps you out of prison, you can come back as much as you want, Kyle. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, will there be just Hot Pockets here? Because these are the bomb.com. The yeah. bomb.com. Thank you That's so classic. much. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I can bring you Hot Pockets if you want. Okay, then I'll come. And you're going to stop. You're not going to. You're going to give that backpack back to Dan? I mean, as soon as the weed's gone, yeah. What do you mean it's gone? Does he come back and pick it up and sell it? I mean, I don't know what he... I mean, I assume he smokes it, but maybe he does sell it. Because there's a lot for one guy. How much weed do you need to take to get high? Not a lot. Really? Not a not a two pounds. Not two pounds? Mm. I mean, there are a lot of weeds in there that are, like, brownie-shaped, so... I would make sure you're getting a cut of that money if he's selling it, though. So you know. That's a good point. I'll ask him if he's selling it, and I'm sure he'll be happy to split with me. We'll have our own business, like Grace and Frankie. And what if you find out that uh, Dan has been kind of taking a little bit of advantage of you? He's been selling it and not giving you a cut. Then we'll have to have a serious talk, Yeah. and I'm going to get cut in. What would it take for you to not want to be around Dan anymore? I mean... That's a really good question, cause like I don't know, he's my, he's like the wind beneath my wings. He's my father. He's my son. He is, you know, like I am pretty sure that I'm gonna meet women through him, like my future wife. Yeah. If it's not Cherise, then it'll <laughs> probably be, you know, someone I meet through Dan. He's around a lot of ladies, and you know, I just, what would stop me? If he died, I guess. Yeah, that would probably stop you. What but I'd visit his grave. What would you do if Sharice died? Oh, you know, I would just uh, probably move into the larger room in the house. Yeah. <laughs> that would be my first step. But, you know, I would be very upset. I would be upset, and I would spend, you know, at least two weeks uh, uh, mourning her death, and then I would just take those happy memories and move forward mm-hmm. in my new house. Do you have any happy memories, Sharice? <laughs> um... You know, I'm just I'm I'm moving under the assumption that I will at that time when mm-hmm. she died, or you know, if not when. Yeah. 
if she dies. Uh, she will. I feel like we will uh, we will definitely have formed some happy memories by that time. Great. For sure. For Christmas sure. Is coming up in six months. Yeah, you got time. So is that uh, should I, are you saying she's gonna die at Christmas? No, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying Christmas is happy usually. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I, I that was on me. That was on I me. I was thinking Teresa's gonna go die. <laughs> I think we're gonna meet, and it's gonna be an instant chemistry. That's right. Yes. Uh, so, when, is it legal for you to be living in that house? Um, I'm fairly certain that I have squatter's rights now, so oh. so uh, I think I'm on the side of the law this time. Well, you'd think that it would just go to Charisse. Yeah, you'd think it would go to Charisse, that's for sure. But uh, if I refuse to leave, I, th- I believe I've got some legal standing I think you there. got like a year before they can evict you. I think so, and uh, you know, I, I'm really good at picking a lock. So keep trying, Cherise, but I'll find my <laughs> way back in there. Don't you? Don't you worry about that. You're there for her. That's right. Every 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 day when she wakes up, mm-hmm. I'm right there, right, right by her face. Do you ever feel? Wait, what do you mean, right by her face? Well, I like to be there when she wakes up. So like when she opens her eyes, my face is there with a big smile. So I'm trying to win her good graces, mm-hmm. but it, uh, it turns out that's terrifying to her. Yeah. So well, it, I I kind of kind of see where you're going with that because yeah. like when a when a it's kind of an old trope when a baby kitten opens its eyes, the first thing it sees, it's what it sees as its mother. That's exactly. Or like a baby chick. That's exactly what I was thinking, yes. So the more that she wakes up and sees your face every day, I'm imprinting myself onto her mm-hmm. so that she starts thinking of me as her mother. Mm. That's exactly right. And that, how's that been working so far? It has not been working at all. No. Um, she usually so- starts swinging mm-hmm. um, when she first sees me and says, like how did you get punches. back in the house? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, throwing punches at yes. me. Uh, but, you know, I'm pretty good at avoiding uh, dodging a punch these days. So, uh, you know, we have we have fun. We have fun. So she kick you out of the house every night? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I get back in. Yeah. You know, I wait for the light to go out, and then I was like, oh, okay, this is a little game we play. And, you know, <laughs> I pick the lock, get back in, and I crawl under the, the stairs where I've been sleeping. So <laughs> there's, no, there's only one bedroom? Well, you know, Trina's room's still there, but I just, you know, that's a hard one. Yeah. So I got to, gotta, you know, burn some sage in there first before I can mm-hmm. I can go, you know. Sure he's ever called the police on you? Um, she has tried several times, but I've broken uh, her cell phone a few times. Um, so, you know, she hasn't been successful. I know one day she will get there, though, so <laughs> I'm, I'm already for trying to think of, like, oh, what should I plan for? But uh, Could have disguised herself as Trina. Ooh. Ooh. That is, that is some good advice. All her yeah. clothes are just waiting for you. That yeah. is so true. And I could probably get a wig and, and oh, and then who's going to be the one, who are they going to believe? This young, you know, this young woman who's trying to make these claims or this, you who's know. Who's got some issues. That's right. Mm-hmm. Who has, definitely has some issues. So mm-hmm. uh, I think that's something I might take and put in my back pocket, guys. Thank there you, you go. Well, that works out. Any, uh, any, any other questions for each other, you guys? Do you think you could get Therese to come to the, the game role-playing night? Because I think I could work some magic if you both showed up. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty good. sure I could trick her into going. Sure, for sure. two yeah. single How ladies, you? you know, like guys, I'm just saying. Sure. There are three of us, and like they don't know my moves, so they'll probably assume that it's not going to be me. Mm-hmm. How, yeah. did, how would you trick her into going to that? Well, I've been catfishing her on the side, <laughs> so um, she thinks that she is in love with Daryl. This is a, a guy that I've made up. Don't worry, honey. It's not real. Uh, so if I have her meet Daryl up there, I'm, uh, you know, and then you can be Daryl, and uh, it's all going to work out. And I'm actually happy to have a good resolution to this catfish because I wasn't sure where I was going with it, to be honest with you. So, Why have you been catfishing her? Oh, that was just for fun. <laughs> Pure <laughs> pleasure. No, nothing, nothing beyond that. No. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for being thank on the you. show. Yeah. It has been an absolute pleasure. I hope you guys both stay out of trouble. I'll do my best. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I hope no more body counts end up. <laughs> well, Christmas is coming. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you guys for being on the show. We will see you guys next week. Bye.
Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to find us on social media, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week. Wow, that was great.